Hello and welcome to episode 61 of The Scattershot. Um, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks. Well, someone's happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, Carl? Uh, it's been okay. I'm, I, like I just said, I think I'm dying to be inside, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> because, Twins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. no, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it, but uh, I'm just covered in vomit all the time. And that horrible, warm, milky, sicky... You know that, you yeah, know that's yeah, yeah. sick. It's, I, I can't stand it, it's disgusting. Absolutely. I'd rather be covered in shit. I, I always used to think it was like a, like one of the androids from the Alien universe. Yeah, like, Ash. Like, yeah, Ash. Don't shove a uh, rolled up newspaper in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, that, that finishes quite quickly. I always liked the um, the, the meconium, the, the, the like really sticky baby poo. Oh uh, right, like the, 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 oh, the first ones. No, the yeah. Thing, yeah, no, I was looking forward to them because everyone's going, oh, they're disgusting. And so I was like, wicked, I can't wait for them. <laughs> I think I'm a bit of a shit fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely, I'm a fan of shit. So that, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> but the, but the silk, but the milky uh, sick. Oh god, yeah. oh, I hate it. It's always on my hand. I can't stand it. You burp them and it's just all over you. Oh. Oh, oh, bless you! Thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's lots of fun. Uh, it's it's even it's even more fun when you put your hand in it when you don't realise it's there. <laughs> some some just fallen out of a joke. Yeah. Like, oh, great! Thanks for that. Yeah, I once found a, a, a DVD case. I think it might be a PS2 case, like those really crappy thin PS2. Yeah, oh god, you remember them? That was just full up with sick. Really? <laughs> yeah. How random! I've <laughs> been sick of it. They just closed it somehow, Brilliant. and I was like, great, thanks for that. <laughs> I don't really need to play this, uh, uh, this copy of Gundam Star 2. <laughs> I um, mean, I haven't seen sunlight now in, in, in over a week. Really? Yeah, I haven't been out of the house. I've got it on DVD, you can borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over a week, mate, without oh. sunlight. Yeah, but there you go. Anyway, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try and drink my blood or something? Yeah. Well, funny you should say that. I've got a review later. We're in a couple of weeks' time of a good vampire film. Excellent. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that said, we've got some fantastic stuff for you this week. Uh, we've got um, current releases. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk to you about Kingsman, The Secret Service. Super. Uh, Colin, you're going to talk about uh, The Babadook. I yeah, believe, The Babadook, yeah. Which is out on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. We may have spoken about this before, but we're, we're gonna... not sure, are we? <laughs> <laughs> My notes are uh, inconclusive. Yeah. Let's just say that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of games, or a game, uh, another film that's current release that Colin's got, and we're going to answer your listener questions, of course. Uh, so, with no further ado, uh, or sick, Colin, or poo, or, <laughs> yeah, any, or, other, poo, yeah. or, or any other <laughs> kind of uh, bodily food, let's talk about Kingsman, The Secret yeah. Service, uh, which is uh, an adaptation of a Mark Miller comic, uh, which I believe has just finished now. I should know that. I've had read it. Um, directed by Matthew Vaughan and written by Matthew Vaughan and Jane Goldman, yep. the team behind Stardust and X-Men First Class. What do you think of both those films? I love Stardust. Stardust is great. I, I think it's a, it's a lovely little film. Yeah. It's sort of very very quietly done really well but no one seems to have heard of it or even watched it I don't know many people who've seen it it flew under the radar but yeah. Stardust uh, yeah. I think it's brilliant it's absolutely great superb film. it's very Gilliam-esque I find yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they've got a lovely humour about them Jane mm. Goldman and uh, Matthew Vaughan uh, and uh, and what was the other one you said oh X-Men first class yeah. it's, well, it's first class it is it's brilliant <laughs> I haven't, do you know what? I haven't seen that since I saw it at the cinema have you not? No, uh, actually, what am I talking about? No, I've seen it hundreds of times. Okay. It's the other one I haven't seen. Oh, uh, <laughs> Days, Days of Future, Future Past. Yeah, yeah. Saw, I saw that in the cinema. I haven't seen that since. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait for that to come on Sky. It's taking its fucking sweet time. Yeah, I've, I've watched it the other day. Funnily enough, yeah, still brilliant. Absolutely Excellent. brilliant. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm lo- really looking forward to seeing that again. Anywho, uh, Kingsman is uh, the the latest repairing from those uh, that creative team, and it tells the story of a uh, a young guy um, called Gary Unwin or Eggsy, as he's known as. <laughs> Um, who's basically a, a chav? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yes, boy, what's going on here? That's the my <laughs> best, in, best impression. Oh, I loved it, yeah. loved it, loved it. Could do Morgan Freeman, can't do a kid who lives like maybe potentially yeah, two yeah, weeks yeah. down the road. <laughs> <laughs> what is up here, bruv? Um, and uh, who essentially gets uh, pulled into uh, a secret service uh, known as the Kingsman. I won't right. go into their background because it, it's quite convoluted um, and he basically learns to be a spy okay uh, so it's kind of a mixture between like Harriet the Spy well it's more it's more James Bond by way of Harry Potter oh, okay with a touch of Teenage in it do you remember that Richard, love, yeah Richard Teenage Greco. Richard Greco brilliant film <laughs> I absolutely love Teenage <laughs> yeah, I, saw yeah. it, I saw it again a little while ago yeah it's alright it's, uh, right. it's, it's, it's not bad right. yeah it, it would It'd be a nice double feature with this. Yeah, or uh, License to Drive. Oh, License to Drive. <laughs> wow. 
Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, that got those. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about some of the, uh, the, the the main players in this film because I think I mean, I've spoken about what it's about. Uh, the lead in this is uh, arguably Colin Firth, who mm-hmm. plays the the sort of mentor character yeah. for for Eggsy. Uh, and he he's, he's Colin Firth. He's he's suave. He's uh, he's sophisticated. He's he's a gentleman in this. Gentleman's a gentleman. Uh, but he's also let's let's not be around the bush. A fucking badass in this. <laughs> he a little bit of a spoiler here. Maybe actually maybe not. He kills like hundreds of people. In this <laughs> wicked. He is uh, and like not just like gun sort of thing. I mean, you have sported for anyone who wasn't expecting anyone to die. Yes. So sorry about that, everyone. Yeah, yeah. People do die. If you've seen the trailer, though, I think people you'll must, know. I think, okay. I think, yeah, I think it's sort of. Yeah. Although, the, try not to go into this film blind. Yeah. What we're trying to say, <laughs> yeah. expect some death. Which is kind of what I did because when I went to see the cinema, all the visuals cut off before. <laughs> yeah, 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 tell yeah. them about that. Yeah. Well, I went to uh, the the UG. Is it UGC? Cineworld, you Cine said. Cineworld, yeah, 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 that's what it's called. Um, in Enfield, and uh, we was watching the trailers, me and the missus, and uh, the the picture went. But the sound was still there, so we had to sit through all of the adverts and trailers for. And what I I don't know many of the titles of them. I know one of them was a Melissa McCarthy Jude Law film. How what a weird combination which that was is! Awful. It was just Jude Law. He's like, "Hey man, what's going on?" His American accent, which is that Jude and Molly. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh dear. Um, what my gag? You mean? <laughs> Jude, Mike and Molly no no I didn't oh. know I, I thought that might have been an actual film oh no, no Jude and oh sorry this is the worst gag ever Mike and Molly's a series that Melissa McCarthy does isn't yes. it yeah. so I said Jude and Molly alright oh, okay you go, I've got to explain it's not funny I'm carry not, on I'm not cutting that out <laughs> oh please um, <laughs> please cut it out <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it about, uh, Fast 7 or Fast and Furious 7 but they're I, all I got, dead aren't they I, no only one of them's dead oh, yeah. uh, I got spoiler that, I got that much um, but also realised that Jason Statham was in that film and he's also in that film with fucking Jude Law, and he was also in another film. That Wild was a, card, potentially. No, okay. Potentially, I don't know. I don't well, know. I, 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 you couldn't see I it. I couldn't see it. So you can hear it. Yeah. Did he say go follow procedure? Well, <laughs> did he have an American accent? No, he didn't. He, he was very like, I'll tell you what, sweet. I'm just going <laughs> to drive this fucking car around. Nice. So nice. Um, I can't, do do him. Can't yeah, do can't, yeah, yeah, um, So he was um, he was in it. And, uh, <laughs> what was the other thing? There was another like. Like a horror film, but yep. like a shit horror film. Right. That like no, all you heard was just some guy going like, "Like, don't go up in the attic, Susan. You never know what's going to be up there." Then like a, <laughs> like, <laughs> like there wasn't even. This is the thing, Colin. Taking the visuals out of trailers. Yeah. Natalie said this, and she goes, "Makes you realise how all these films are the fucking same." Yeah, like I, said, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I could I could pull them apart because I knew like I knew that was a Fast and Furious film throughout the cast and and what have you. But that horror film, if this was twenty years ago, you'd have what's his face being like, there was an attic in the house, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, and then at the end there'd be like a and he'd go like attic monster. They'd say the name of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they? yeah. You'd never get that anymore. All you get like is... Roy Rex. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One was a mountaineering man. <laughs> the other was a carp. Deadly pursuits. Yeah. So I think, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that. Yeah. But you don't get it now. All you get is a graphic just like... <laughs> onto yeah. the screen like, so you couldn't even you didn't even know what the horror film was no and, I, and I'm never going to find out it was it sounded dog shit mate no. so um, yeah so that was my experience of, oh. of the of thing but as soon as the film came on well worth the wait this is a fantastic film this Kingsman um, the uh, the other lead is a guy called um, Taron Egerton who is uh, who plays Gary Eggsy Unwin Um and he's a nobody. He's a. He's, he's, yeah. It's the first thing he's ever been in. Although he is going to be in a film with uh, Tom Hardy. He's quite forward. a posh boy, though, isn't he? I've seen him in an interview. Very is he posh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. really posh, I yeah. didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, an, there's a there's a girl in this as well who's um, who's a nobody as well. She's like the female lead, and right. she's she's like a like nobody. Like, it's yeah. her, her first. Um, I keep saying nobody. It's a bit I know. It's a bit rude. <laughs> um, she's like a, a, a you know a debutante. And she's really good in it as well. Um, Up and coming, and there'll be more stuff, will they? These oh, definitely. Are, these are stars of the future, are they? Yeah, very much. So. Right. He's he's brilliant. Uh, okay. Taron Egerton. Yeah, he's he's very he's really likable from the off. Right. Okay. Like, and he looks like a greasy little cunt. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen the trailer. He does look annoying. Yeah. Actually, but, but he's not, not at all. He's oh, okay, brilliant. Cool. He's really cool. Um, let's talk about some other things. You've got Michael Caine in it for a little bit. Nice. Uh, you've got Mark Strong, 
with an absolutely nice. appalling Scottish accent. Oh dear! Uh, when he's when he's when he's speaking, it's almost like he just decides to either speak English or Scottish occasionally. Yeah. And he'd be, he'd be oh like, dear. Be like, Eggsy, there's uh, some people coming at you with guns, man. Like, <laughs> it, it, it'd be like, really? Like you just decided to do it at the end? <laughs> and it's, but yeah, oh dear. It's, that's so a Mark bit. Week. Yes, Mark Week. Uh, and uh, to top it all off, we've got Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, he's the bad here. He's, he's the a been bad. Oh, Colin. He is brilliant. Is he? He's, he's, he's having so much fun. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. From, from the off, the first time you see him, he's just, he's just like... Um, what's the things he said? It's like, the world is going to... Pay for what's going on. Like it, it, the list is so like <laughs> pronounced. Yeah, like I don't know. This, this fucking world is going on, man. <laughs> and I read on IMDb that he, when he was a kid, he actually had a really terrible lisp. Oh right. That he had to sort of work to get over. Yeah. So that's why, like, it, it kind of works. And he's he was uh, sitting down for his first take of like of the entire production, and he did it with the lisp. Was he meant to do it for No, this? he wasn't. Oh, right, Matthew Vaughan okay. took the old cut and he came over and he goes, well, I, re- I figured that if he's got a lisp, he's going to be really pissed off and that's probably why he's bad. <laughs> nice. So he's like, okay. I think it's worth pointing out that in the comic, uh, which I've also read, um, the bad guy, essentially the same character, but he's just like a like a 20-something uh, like white kid. Right, like an okay. like internet billionaire, which the, the character is the same, but they've just made him, he's just Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a, Great turn for him. He he really is yeah, very. I've seen very him in good films recently. He's, he's kind of gone straight to DVD mode a little bit, so it's nice to see him in a in a blockbuster. Yeah, in many ways, Cole. He never never dropped out of that. He's always done everything. He's right? done anything. Yeah, <laughs> anything you want to chuck some money, yeah. at, he'll do. I fucking do that. <laughs> I acting on movie man. Um, who else you got? You got Mark Hamill. In, oh, in, wicked! For a little bit. Cockknocker. Yeah, the, <laughs> he's not been in anything else. No. Um, uh, he's in it, and in a, in a in a strange turn of events, he's he is actually in the comic. <laughs> what Mark Hamill? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. actually as Mark Hamill. Sweet. In the same bit of the, the he is in the film, and I saw it. and I was like, oh, wicked, because I knew it was going to happen. I won't spoil it here. Um, and, and I thought, oh, brilliant! I'm looking forward to this. Like, what's going to actually happen? And then they said, oh, Professor So and So, like Professor Arnold, um, like nice to meet you. And he was like, oh, hello. And he's like really good English accent. Like, he's really good in it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, like because I was kind of hoping that they'd do the same gag yeah, that's yeah, in the yeah. book, but they, which they didn't. But um, that that disappointed me a bit. But that whole scene, the whole the whole opening scene, is very good. It's, it's an incredibly strong film. Yeah. Um, I must. There's a few things I must talk about though with this. It is. It's one of the most violent films I've ever seen. <laughs> well, in, in the most brilliant. Way. I mean, you reviewed John Wicker uh, either last episode, or the episode before that, yeah. and uh, you, that was violent. This is more violent. It's uh, it's as violent, if not more violent. Blimey! Yeah. I'm not okay. sure. I'd have to watch them both like a bit closer together. Yeah. But this side in, by side. Yeah. So <laughs> John Wick's a lot more bloody. I'd say that that's a it's a proper eighteen. Yeah. John Wick. This I'm. It's a fifteen, and I'm a mu- absolutely amazed. It's a yeah. fifteen. There is, I mean, it's really sweary. This film, yeah, like, very, very sweary. Um, it's like it's just supernaturally violent. <laughs> it's, just, it's just phenomenal. Every conceivable way you could kill a person, he does do it. And it's it's fucking Colin Firth, yeah, smashing bottles, axing people, stabbing. Did, did people. that Hugh Grant? Did he in Bridget Jones's diary? No. Well, that's the thing, Cole. With when you look at. Um, What's his name? Colin Firth. Yeah, I was trying to think of his name. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. His, his name is actually <laughs> Colin, Colin the Firth. Person, the person yeah. I'm looking at right now. Um, he uh, throughout his film history, the only fights he's ever done is where he gets slapped a couple of times in Bridget Jones's <laughs> diary. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And yeah, you see what it is. And honestly, he is. It's, it's well, not... I know he trained really hard for this, didn't he? Though? Yeah. He'd done some proper, you know, some martial arts training and stuff, and it shows. bulked himself up. Yeah, because it does. Every time you see it, it's like that is it's he's in the centre of the frame. It's right. not CGI. I mean, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there is a couple of CGI bits here and there. Yeah, but it's him doing yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and it's very clever editing and speed work. Like the camera speeds up and slows down and stuff. Um, but it, it's not like a um, Zack Snyder kind of thing. Yeah. It's like fast, <laughs> water, yeah, yeah. like sixty thousand frames a second kind of thing. Yeah, this is just. You know, focusing where the camera's going, great direction, really good editing, and it just the fights are really kinetic. Yeah, everything feels like it's got impact. It's great, and I just I I can't wait to see it again. There's one particular scene of this, and I'm not going to say a great deal about this, but 
there's a fight scene in this which goes on for about 10 minutes where about well I won't say anything more <laughs> but it is worth the price of mission alone really yeah oh, oh, superb it, I would have waited two hours <laughs> with no with no picture uh, to, to see it there's a fight scene which is one for the ages excellent it is absolutely up there this film is hilarious it's heartwarming it's good it's it's almost like a kids movie for grown ups yeah well, they had kick ass as well didn't they these two they did yeah so, well, very similar tone Carl. yeah um, I love kick ass one of my favourites kick ass yeah. so. what do you think of kick ass 2 no not, not too keen it's dog shit isn't it yeah yeah they yeah. ruined it Massively ruined it, it. The comic's not even that good. Is it not? No. no. The comic is better than the film. I think it misses Nicolas Cage. I don't say that very often, but it definitely <laughs> misses Nicolas You're a Cage. Super fan. <laughs> yeah, you, you converted him. I remember now. But uh, yeah, that the Kick-Ass Two was uh, it was just nasty. There's no, there's no reason for it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah unnecessary. It, yeah, it's yeah. a completely unnecessary sequel. Yeah. Um, the girl in this, the female lead, I, I thought it was um, Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz. Thank you. She thank looks you. just like her. Right, it okay. but it's not her. Again, oh, okay. it, it's a, it's a, someone, it's a debutante. Um, so yeah, that's that's that really. I mean, I, I've been thinking about this since I saw it a couple of days ago, um, and I've really been struggling with a score. Right, I really want to give this a ten. Really, I, I enjoyed <laughs> it so much, and I, th- I think everyone should go see it. And I think the trailers have done it a little bit of a disservice. It's, it's not what you think it would be from the trailer it's a, right. the trailer makes it seem a little bit more like cl- clean and a bit more family like hearted and stuff family yeah. funnish yeah yeah but definitely it's not it's it, not it's like it's like Harry Potter by way of the raid <laughs> and I'm not joking it's cool. that it's, yeah, it's yeah. like that Harry the spy and the raid here's a little indication there was um, an old couple uh, an older couple sitting down like re- people re- retired they're in their 60s I guess I mean I stole their wallets I didn't check the driving <laughs> license um and there, there was a like the woman was there, obviously because Colin Firth was in it, right? And okay. the man was there because his wife was there. <laughs> and it starts off, and Colin Firth's all like, "Hello," like that. And then there's one point, quite near the start, where he's just like, "Well, fuck this, fuck, <laughs> oh fuck, fuck," like that. And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> like giggling, oh, like that. This is funny." Like that's like right at the very start. Yeah. And then, like, someone gets headshotted, and then, like, someone gets their, like, head cut off, and then, like, an arm chopped off, and then someone gets sliced vertically down the middle. <laughs> and, she, and she's, like, suddenly going, oh. Why did are, you bring me to this? He's <laughs> like, I didn't, you bought me. Humphrey. It's, it's not even worth the hand job alone. Um, so I stopped doing it. Um, yeah, no, it, it, you could tell that people were there who. Um, Shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's not a film for them, yeah. really. Um, what this needed was, like, a, a, a red band trailer. Yeah, yeah. Just spat everywhere. What well, this needed was a red band trailer where it actually showed some of the stuff that people could expect. Yeah. Because a 15 is, you know... It, 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 well, there are different a, degrees of 15s as well. There, as I've just come to learn. Yeah. Yeah. As our scattershot ratings are, you get, you know, weak, weak sixes, <laughs> strong sevens. I think the same applies to 15s it's as well in the cinema. Yeah. Absolutely. I um, mean, Saving Bright Ryan's a 15. I still can't get me around that. No. No, but I mean, with that, you can argue like historical context sort of yeah. thing. Say, oh, well, you found me because I saw it at school. Did you? Well. Yeah, they showed it to us when we was at school. Nice. Um, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, it's hard to hide a boner in them school trousers as well, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What a, what a maths class that was. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Kingsman. I think I've got to go nine. Okay, strong, strong nine. nine. <laughs> really strong nine. Yeah, powerful nine. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's pushing some weight towards ten. Okay, um, nice. I, I, yeah, it's out now. I can't recommend it highly enough. Absolutely, check it out. And I'd also recommend the comic if you're in the um in the market for such a thing. Uh, it's only six episodes or six issues long. Um, I'm sure there'll be a trade fairly soon. But the the first season of comics. I know Mark Miller's going to do some more. Uh, effectively covers the entire storyline of the film. Couple of differences here and there, but you could you could go into it and it would be fresh for you. Are we looking at a sequel? Yeah, God, all day long, mate. Right, okay, all day long. I I really want this to do good business. Cool. But I, I'm worried that it potentially might not. Well, it's come out of it's come out of Fifty Shades of Grey time, isn't it? Which is a little bit worrying because people are going to go and watch that. If you've got a choice of two, yeah, the ladies are going to drag you to see that piece of shit. But I not was, that I've seen it, and not that I'm going to review it. No, no. Um, it, but I'm, I, I was told by by Nick, the bloke I live with, by the way, that it's it's one of our duties as 
a reviewer of, of recent releases that one of us has to go to the cinema right. and watch Fifty Shades of Grey and review it on our podcast. I will. I will watch it, but I am not going to the cinema. <laughs> I tell you, and I, I say this hand on heart, and I promise everyone, I will not pay for it. I will torrent it. <laughs> how, fair enough. how much I disagree with it, but I will review it. Okay, and I promise I will. Wow, give there it a, you go. A fair. Yeah, you're a fair crack of the whip. A fair crack of the whip, Colin. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Um, but yeah, Kingsman, it's a strong nine, uh, knocking on the door of ten. You absolutely should go and see it. It is fantastic. Sweet. Uh, I can't, can't wait. Can't recommend it highly enough. That's Kingsman, available now. Going away, leaving today. you got to find a brand new hero. Right, so Colin, you've got a uh, current Blu-ray release. Yeah. Well, well, I'm not sure we've reviewed it already. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure we have. Results are inconclusive. But, at this um, time. but if we haven't, and you're, you're, uh, or if we have, and you're a new listener, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. welcome. Yeah, welcome. We got a few, haven't we? We have. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, the Babadook, the Babadook, Duke, Duke, as it says in the film, in the trailer. <laughs> Do what? Is it say that in the trailer? I don't know. I've oh, I spoiled right. it. I spoiled it already. What the trailer? <laughs> the, the film. Seven out of ten for the Everyone trailer. Everyone dies. Uh, it's about a, it's about a, a, a mum and a and a son who live on their own in a, in sort of a a real messy house in suburban Aust- like in a Australian suburb, but quite a poor suburb. Yeah. Um, and she's having terrible troubles with him. He's a, he's a real little shit. Mm. Really like troubled. Obviously, he's, he's got no <clears> dad, and he and he blames. Oh, that's right. Okay, I won't ruin it, but the dad's dead. That's not ruining it, <laughs> right? But there's a reason why he died, and he blames her for that. Lack of breathing, I imagine. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. No, do it. <laughs> so she's having real troubles. Like he's he's getting in trouble at school, and uh, she just can't cope. Anyway, one day he go he's going to bed, and she's I'll, re- I'll read you a story. Which one? And he goes, that one there. And there's this sort of brown, freaky-looking book <coughs> called The Babadook. Yeah. And it's got this picture of this, uh, it's like a little evil man with a top hat on, massive top hat. Anyway, she reads this book, and as she's reading, so it's a pop-up book. And as she's reading this, it's in, like, lyric, limericks. Yeah. Um, as she's reading it, um, it starts to say, like, I'm going to come through your door and take your child. Uh, and you'll never see him again. And it says, and if you read this, you can't stop me. I'm coming for your kid, basically. And it's like, like a really lo-fi version of uh, the Ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's the CBeebies yeah. version of the Ring. Definitely, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, brilliant. So, um, so that's 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 the that's the premise of the story. So then these things start happening around the house, and that this kid, after the after he's read this book, he keeps seeing the Babadook. Right. Uh, he won't sleep. And he screams all night, so she mm-hmm. can't sleep. So in the end, she goes to Dots and says, Look, I'm at my wit's end here. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to do something. So he gives her some sleeping tablets. Babadookectomy. <laughs> Babadookectomy. Yeah. So she gives, she, not only does the doctor give her drugs, he gives drugs to help the kids sleep. Right. Strong, like two weeks worth of kid Valium. Right. <laughs> so this is what they do. They sort of go into this dream state where you're not quite <clears> sure. What's real? Whether this whether this Babadook really does exist, mm. or whether it's like, you know ch- bordering on child abuse, and it, it's it's wicked the way the film goes. The first the first part you think the kid's a little shit, and and the, and the mum should be doing everything cruel to it that it's humanly possible to do to a kid that's that bad. Yeah. Where in the end you feel so sorry for the kid because you think fucking hell, you need to sort you out. He's he's not fed for days and things like yeah. this. It's, so it's it's very much. Um, it reminded me of... He's we- not fed for days. <laughs> like, it's a fucking cat. <laughs> oh, it reminded me of... Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Right, yeah. Uh, very similar to that. And also, like, Spider. Yeah. About mental illness. Yeah. Um, Do you want to know an interesting fact about Spider? Go on. Features yeah. a little-known actor... Yeah. The names of, name of Alan Porter. No way. I'm in that film. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Because it was shot... Uh, quite near a place where I was working a little bit at the time and there's a scene where I can't remember the lead actor is Ralph Fiennes Ralph Fiennes of course it is and he's like on the side of it's like a reservoir I think it is yeah yeah and I, I'm walking in the background 
I've, I've got to watch it again yeah. now. I know this scene you're t- yeah. talking about as well. Yeah, I've just got a big coat on. I'm just walking along the background. I mean, that's the perfect film from about covering mental illness. I think I think it's an incredible film, Spider. Yeah, uh, and this has got very similar tones to that. And we need to talk about Kevin. Uh, saying it's like we need to talk about Kevin isn't a recommendation for me. I wouldn't any watch anything like that. Have you seen We yeah, Need to Talk yeah. About Kevin? I've read the book as well. Oh, well, God, yeah, that must have been even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved it. It's one of the only times I've ever been in cinema we need to talk about Kevin. Sally had read the book. Uh, You've been at the cinema before. <laughs> no, no, no. The first time. We've been together, <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, the, very first, one of the only time that I've been to the cinema where at the ending of that film, yeah. The whole cinema gasped. Really? Gasped. There was an audible gasp. And I couldn't believe it. Even <laughs> I was like, oh, it's oh, horrible. Sally's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wicked, didn't it? <laughs> not really. Not really. Migging is what that is. But yeah, so anyway, so it's got it's similar tones to them two films. Yeah. Um, and that's great. And it's a horror. Yeah. And it's the best horror that's been for ages. It's, it's creepy as fuck. It's, it's got a few jumpy parts, but it's an intelligent, intelligent feel about mental illness, really. Is it, uh, does it have any gore or anything in it? No gore at all. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's super. I mean, your kids could watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yours probably have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read them it every night just to really freak them out. Because then I go to work and leave them with Sally. <laughs> Bye. Babadook, dook, dook. Baby monitor. Babadook. <laughs> Which, seeing as you play this podcast to your kids, they are actually yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the demon they've probably heard as well from yeah. episode whenever. God. Well, a couple of episodes. A couple of episodes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sweet dreams, kids. So yeah, this this film, by the way, is uh, it's, it's it's directed by Jennifer Kent uh, and it's written by Jennifer Kent. And uh, is it starring Jennifer Kent? No, 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 it's not. It's Essie Davis. Um, okay. She looks. I don't know. It doesn't matter who she looks like. She looks like someone else, actually. Uh, really good, really good. Like she, you see her losing her mind, and it's yeah. just it's 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 hard to watch. Really, it's quite a quite an endurance because mm. it, it's quite minging. But in a really creepy, chilling way. Yeah. Uh, the the bloke, the, the the boy in it's Noah Noah Wiseman. Who okay. Plays, uh, I, I, why do I, horrible in it? What really. do I know him from? What's it, I don't know. Oh, sorry, I've you, got. To, I'll click on his name. Shall I just? Yeah, to might, find might out. be the idea. The gift. No. Funny. No. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. No. Uh, name no. Was... Something called the gift, but I don't, it's not the gift with. Uh, no, there, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, the one we might have seen. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but yeah, okay. he's excellent. It really good going from being a kid you can't stand to really feeling sorry for him and rooting for him. It's just mm. a fantastic performance, and it's, he's literally a two-hander. Okay. Yeah, a couple of. Uh, it's really services. heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like one of our mini awards for this podcast. <laughs> oh, we need to talk about the Oscars. We'll do that in a little while. Oh yeah. But um. So sounds yeah. like you enjoyed it. Loved it. Loved it. And yeah. I, I showed the commune it as well because they were going the Babadook. I'm watching a film called The Babadook. Like yeah. they hate the films I choose for them. And Sally was even sitting there, and I was like, so I, I had to, the way I, I got Sally to watch this, I said, it's not really a horror. It's about mental illness and yeah. she was bang on ball she loves mental illness Sally loves it I mean Clearly she married suffering you. with it <laughs> suffering with it yeah <laughs> she loves it yeah. so uh, yeah that's what I got halfway through she went you're fucking dead that's what she she actually said those words to me to oh, you to me mouthed it as I was sitting across the side because I looked at her and I thought I don't because I'd watched it once already and it was about two months later yeah and I'd forgotten there is one bit that's, that I knew Sally would just you know freak out at and, yeah. and not sleep for days <laughs> and I just remember looking over at her and then going you're fucking dead <laughs> I said like, oh shit but anyway the commune loved it and Sally Brilliant. loved it by the end as well Brilliant. which is great because yeah. I'm still here thank god <laughs> uh, so what would you give it mate? Uh, 9 out of 10 9? yeah okay. a middling 9 but that, that, that's doing it doing it in service that is it's a very good 9 excellent but middling Ex- Okay. Would you do you think the uh, getting a Blu-ray of this because that's what oh, we're be, I think it'd be lovely. I mean, it's quite dark. It is a dark, and depressing, grey, greyish and yellowish yeah. film. Okay. Uh, but it would it will pop on Blu-ray. I'm okay. sure. Yeah. Definitely, definitely get it. Much like the pop-up book, The Babadook. Exactly. Yeah. Originates yeah. from. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it's on Sky Store as well. Oh, is it? Yep. So you can get okay. it on Sky Store. Honestly, it's worth it. I'll probably just download it, Cole. Yeah. I mean, it's free if you download it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, you know, uh, yeah, I'll probably legally download it uh, <laughs> on a verified platform, which oh, I'm oh, sure the distributors uh, agree uh, with. Now, you could cut this out maybe later, but you can actually find it on YouTube for nothing. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not going to cut that out. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah if you go a, on to. Um, if you go on to 
Yeah, it's on YouTube. Cool, okay. What was he talking about? The Babadook. The Babadook. What a film. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Definitely going to get that. Do you want a two-head review it? Pop up. Nice. Thanks. Exclamation mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it. Punctuation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We love punctuation on Scattershot. Mate, and if that's not the title of this thing... (laughs) We love punctuation. mm, Punctuation. Okay, I'm going to talk about a game now mm-hmm. that uh, was free, or currently is free, I believe, uh, on PS Plus. Yeah. Uh, called Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now it's available. I believe it's a cross-buy thing. So if you if you don't manage to catch it in PS Plus, <coughs> spoiler, buy it. Um, I think it goes across PS4, PS3, and Vita, and you can chuck your saves across either of them depending right. on your platform. I'm playing it on Vita, mm-hmm. uh, so that's the version I'll review here. Uh, but Rogue Legacy is a um, starts you off. As a little knight, and it's t- it's the graphics are very sort of charmingly eight bit, sixteen bit sort of thing. Probably I eight. did have a look at it. It looked like um, uh, Wonder Boy, Monsterland. Yeah, it's classic like uh, like Metroidvania kind of thing. Mm, just like, yeah, it's got a bit of ghouls, ghouls and ghosts in there. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, very yeah. reminiscent of that. Uh, but you're a little knight in a castle, and you have to sort of work your way through, and there's some bollocks about monsters invading <laughs> a castle or something like that. Uh, and the the prologue is that you you're, you're it teaches you how to jump and slash slash and do it if you got to do. Um, and then you go get to this boss because it's sort of telling a story there, and you die. Right, you, you actually okay. die. And then the next thing you see is like another little knight, sort of sort mm-hmm. of running into view. Uh, like going like my my father was killed. I'm gonna like avenge him. And then you're you control that one and right. you go into the castle and you do the same thing again. Do the whole thing again. So if anyone's played Infinity Blade on uh, iOS or I believe it's Android, you reviewed it. I did. Here. I reviewed uh, yeah. Infinity Blade too. Yeah. So that's it. Um, it's it's the same as that. Where basically your ancestors take over your fight. Right. Okay. So it, cool. Every time you die, the castle resets, and then you have to sort of start from the beginning again. Oh my god! So you want one death? That's it. Yeah, but what happens is you keep all the money because you basically inherit it because you're an ancestor of the one who died. (laughs) So as soon as you start, you can level up and buy upgrades and stuff like that, and that carries over to the next one because your your bloodline's getting stronger. Right. Okay. So I mean, I've I've put maybe I think about six hours into it so far. Yeah. Just picking out play. This is like two minute, three minute bursts. Yeah. And I actually I've been enjoying it so much. I actually take my took my Vita to work and I was playing on the train. Um. That's that's how much it's got me. Just cool. sort of addictive wise. It's all the upgrading as well. It's just like, oh, you know, I oh, could spend a bit of gold on mm. like so I could jump higher or hit harder yeah, or, yeah. or have more health or be able to do like something crazy. Uh, <laughs> or like, you know, be a vampire or something like that. Um It it really gets you that sort of level up and the the the, the the time when you put it down you go, just one more go and you pick it up again. Or like you're playing it, you go, just one more go, just one more go. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. a game could last two minutes. Yeah, or it could last twenty minutes. F- L- do you know how far you've got to go in this castle? Well, there's four bosses in there, right? Because there's four like distinct areas. You've got the castle, which is the first bit you go into, and you always go into that. Yeah. Then you've got a thing. It's got the gardens. I think it is, which is like a, the gardens of the grounds, mm-hmm. which is always to the right of the castle. So you always know where everything is. Yeah. And then there's like the dungeon and the mayor. I think which is the top and the bottom of the uh, uh, castle. So you always know where everything is, but the the castle's got it's it's procedurally generated. So, right. so when you start it off, it creates it. Yeah. And then like you go through it, and then next time you go through it, it'd be completely different. Christ, right? But some of the rooms are are repeated. Right. Because okay. it's, it's sold from a, told from a series of like single room rooms, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you kill all the people in there, and then you go to the next room. You kill all the oh, people okay. In there. And there's four bosses for each or one boss for each area. You kill all them. There's a final boss, and that's the end of the game. I'm nowhere near that. Really? I've killed one boss. <laughs> and I'm kind of close to killing another one. You just have to learn how they play yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You go, oh, well, I need lots of jumping extras for that. Or I need a lot more health sort of thing. You, you learn how it plays. But yeah, yeah. It's so addicting. Yeah, it sounds like it keeps you playing. Yeah. Definitely. And it's perfect. So if you if you, if you you do only have like these little two or three minute bursts, like, oh, like your kids are in the bath and the missus are dealing with it. So, yeah. Okay, sit down. Three minutes, done. Press the button. We have half a shit. We have we having half a shit. Yeah, it's like half a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that, that that's Rogue Legacy. I mean, it, it, as I say, I played it on the Vita. It controls really, really nice on the Vita. 
Um, much the same way that the Binding of Isaac does. Yeah, you're going to talk about it. I'll talk about it next week. Okay, I definitely cool. will. There's no rush for that. It's been out yeah, forever. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's got such an immediate feel to the controls on the Vita that yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've really enjoyed it to the point where I'm not even going to play it on a console. Yeah. Like, just carry PS3. on as you are. I'll just play on the Vita. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what can I give it? What can I give Rogue Legacy? I mean, I, I've put six, potentially seven hours into it um, and I've loved every single minute of it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how much replayability it's going to have once you've done it. Yeah. Like once I've done those, I mean, I'm getting quite close to the bit where I'm going to say, "All right, I'll, I'll play something else for a while now." Yeah, yeah. Um, just because it's you feel like, oh, I've got a load oh, again. I've got a load of grinding to do. Yeah, that's why yeah. it's perfect for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Because then you're like, you, you get bored of it, and you put it down. But then when you pick it up, it's nice and fresh again. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I'm going to give it an eight. Okay, blimey, for a free game on your PS. Yeah. Plus. That's that's a wicked yeah. school. But I mean, on other platforms, I know you can get it on PC, and if you get it through Steam, I think it's like three quid, maybe, right? Something like that, because it's quite a popular game. Um, yeah, I mean, even if it wasn't free, mate, yeah, I'd say fill your boots. I mean, talking talking about this PS uh, Plus as well, I've played I've played most of the games. Uh, it always has a little little uh, feel of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I played Thief, which was crap. Uh, you got to just sneak around everywhere. So I didn't like that. Yakuza Four, which just seems really weird. Yeah. Got excellent cutscenes in, but it, it, graphically and controlling wise, a bit weird. Yep. Uh, is it Ap- Apatheon? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Which, uh, which is fantastic. What a little gem of a game that is. I, I won't review it because I've only played it for about two hours. Mm. But incredible. The, the artwork involved. It's like a uh, like a Greek tapestry. Yeah. And you play like a Roman soldier during uh, some sort of civil war. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a platformer, but the way the, the the art the artwork involved in it is just oh, it just keeps going back for more. And the fighting system's really weird. Yeah. Uh, and once you get into it and the timing of it, it's really uh, rewarding. So I'm, I'm, I'll definitely review that. But that that was a little gem this month. Finding out on the PS4. Wicked. But yeah, PS Plus, what a deal. Oh, um, yeah, it's it, been good last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, uh, before get this before the month closes. Even if you haven't got time to play, yeah, it, yeah, just grab this, grab everything. Yeah, like, even if you, even if you don't own the console that is on there, <laughs> just grab it because then it's yours. Forever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, just put, yeah, download it, and this, you've got it forever. Yeah. yeah, I always um now at the start of the month when I know they're released, I go onto the Sony website. Yeah, I log into my PlayStation account and just buy and just it. Down on the, yeah, I do that through my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's mad isn't because it? then you don't need to like yeah, log turn stuff to, on and turn that. stuff on and yeah, fuck yeah. it out. Just know that it's there and that you're never going to play. How is that? We like we can't be bothered to turn something on. <laughs> well, I, I like to do it before, like when I'm at work. So when I get home, all the PS4 games are downloaded. No, oh, nice. Because it just does it. It just does that. it for you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that Yakuza Four is 22 gig on a PS3. It's forever, Alan. <laughs> unreal. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the cutscenes in it are mad, like wicked, like watching an actual Yakuza film. Yeah. Really well done. But then, the, you know, once the cutscenes are finished, the controls are a bit like, no, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Yeah. So, yeah. You should, um, if, if you want any that kind of like Yakuza ish kind of thing, got to play Sleeping Dogs. I'm going to get you a copy. I know, somehow. I know. Yeah, I remember you talking um, about that. Ye- well, about a year ago now. Yeah, I went to the launch. I actually went to the launch party of it, um, like the press release, and um, I was walking out, um, and they, ga- they gave us a copy of the game, like me and the, me and the other guy I was with, and which was Tom. <laughs> Don't know why I say it's Tom. <laughs> He's probably listening. Hello, um, hi Tom. Yeah, hello. Uh, both gave us a copy of it, but this was like two, three weeks before it even came out. Not an Xbox, Xbox 360. And we looked at each other and like, signed the release. Like, no, of course we won't talk about it. Like, Which well, we didn't, obviously. Yeah. So we got to respect those things. Um, and it was just like, wicked. We just played the yeah, game. Yeah, you loved it, I we remember. Was, yeah, because like, you can like race against people and like if you kill loads of people and things like all your friends. A bit like um, Trials. Oh, okay. as, as you're doing something, it's got it comes out of all your friends oh, right. like, and how they're doing it. There was, a, there was a particular sort of trophy on their achievement where you just had to drive flat out Right. Just put your foot down and weave like throughout the, around all the cars, and the driving is wicked. I can't play GTA games properly because I can't do the driving. Right, I could control this perfectly. Right, I was wicked at it. <laughs> um, and as you're driving through the cars, it came up with a timer like saying like Tom did like an extra six seconds, five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one seconds. Then it's like you're beating Tom by one second, <laughs> two seconds, two, and you're playing it like, ah, like that. And the next time I come on, it's like Tom beat your thing. Beat, beat your record. Oh right! So, so they start competing against each other. Yeah, but yeah, you do that yeah. sort of parallel to the storyline. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. I mean, that that's like a tiny bit of that game. We've really got to talk about that properly. It's yeah, well, I must. Yeah, brilliant. I'll have to play that. 
Yeah, yeah definitely. It's, it's up there. It's, I, I, it's arguably my favourite game of that year. No, right. Loved Blimey. it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, yeah, we're talking Rogue Legacy. We've, we, we, did you, oh, you gave it an 8, didn't I you? I gave it an 8, yeah. Right. My two-word review would be Handsome Rogue. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you very much. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little roguish. <laughs> I don't like to brag. Uh, Rogue Legacy, get it now. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a love. I'm going to talk about the Nightcrawler, which mm-hmm. is just coming out on DVD. Uh, it starts Jake. It stars Jake Gillinghall and Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Um, Good pairing. Uh, yeah, and sorry, who's the uh, Rene, Rene Russo? Who I haven't seen. Well, I don't think I've seen the Lethal Weapon Four. <laughs> don't know what happened to her, but yeah, she's great. Have you seen Payback? Oh, cool. So yeah, cool. Seen Payback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Payback. Payday. Payback. Payback. Yeah. Good film that. Both both versions. Both versions. Yeah, is it Payback with two versions? Mel Gibson film. No, 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 no. What am I thinking? Well, it's got Mel Gibson in it. The one with the um, with the where his kid gets kidnapped and he go he goes oh this man is not for the oh this is for the person who finds you isn't that ransom ransom <laughs> right. it's a good film that so how was Renee Russo in the film yeah she was great yeah, yeah. really good anyway it starts uh, Jake Gillinghall mm. uh, and in the opening scene he's he's broken into like a, a factory garden area and he's stealing loads of fencing actually cutting fencing away from the fence what, to like steal it chain link fence yeah yeah that's okay. yeah that's what he's doing the security guard comes up to him says what are you doing here? he said oh no I'm just looking for this kind of thing walks up to him sees the security guard's got his really nice watch on and just lays into the security guard as he's talking to her yeah. next scene next scene he's driving a car with this bloke's watch on you think and, and, and his car's full up of fencing right <laughs> and you think this guy's like he's a wrong one from the word go and that's the opening a, scene that's the opening scene you're like this <laughs> this guy's a wanker yeah uh, and it does it sets the scene and what happens is he goes to tries to get jobs he can't find jobs he's just a thief and a scumbag really yeah. uh, and he stumbles across one night uh, a road accident and Bill Paxton's literally on scene as like a almost like an ambulance chaser for, for the media yeah with a sort of handheld cam called a right up to the face of the victim as you know is burning away in this car as the, as the fire brigade are trying to you know do their business he's right in their way and stuff yeah. uh, and he, yeah just a horrible human being yeah. and Jake Gillian straight away like oh you're my hero like because <laughs> he's just such a scumbag himself yeah. and he sort of said where, you know, where, where, where would this be where will I see this he said you'll see it on the morning footage and he's like how much do you get for that and all this and he starts oh, and he's like you get, I don't know we'll probably get a couple of grand for it so you know next morning wakes up he's flicking through the TV he sees that report on the telly yeah. and he's like I'm going to do this. I'm going to start doing this. So now he be, he just goes out, gets a police uh, scrambler, and he just listens, waiting for horrible accidents, shooting, stabbings, whatever he can find, and he's right and he's right in there. Yeah. I mean, the police are like sending him a fuck right the way off. And he he just he gets some because he's so determined. He's he doesn't care and yeah. he's so determined he becomes the number one person that the anchors will go, or the, 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 the media go to to get their horrible reports he sees some shocking things uh, I mean he even moves a body in one scene just so his picture looks better uh, you know he's really determined he wants to go to the top but he will do anything to get to the top and I mean anything Yeah, uh, it's a fantastic performance you can't root for him because he's just he's you know the worst thing you've ever seen in society. He sounds he sounds like he's got a bit of Travis Bickle to him. Oh yeah, he, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's the nice thing. But I think Travis Bickle in the end had some redeeming qualities. He even you know he wanted to rescue that prostitute. A natty haircut. <laughs> but I mean, there's one scene in this. I mean, he's a complete sociopath. There's one scene in this where he, he hires a like a just you know, you know someone to to uh, tell him where to go. Yeah, like a, basically a talking uh, sat nav. <clears throat> Uh, and he's got to you know hold the light, uh, hold the microphone, and all this yeah. business for him. Anyway, and, and he says to him after like they've been working for, for months and months. He says to him, you know, you've got to um, you've got to learn to start you know understanding how to talk to people because you talk to them like they're shit. Yeah. And he says it's not that I don't understand them. I, I just don't like people. And that's that's just sums him up. He doesn't he doesn't like human beings. And uh, and it's wicked. It's it's just a great film, thrilling as well. And it's got one of the best ch- car chases in I've seen for a long while. It's crazy. Wicked. Yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> you don't, I don't get any of that from the trailers though. That's no, no, no. Like. The trailer looks kind of I don't know a bit weird, but it's, it's a bit, bit I was buzzing. Michael Manish, almost yeah. like sort of like yeah. dark LA yeah. kind of thing. Oh, it does look lovely. It's really well directed. It's directed by um, Dan Gr- Gilroy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just having a look at him now. See what else he's done. Oh, he's done the Born Legacy and, and Real Steel. Well, too, well, <laughs> Real Steel was all right actually. Two, lov- two lovely looking films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. yeah. So this this does look really nice. It's really well shot, really well lit because it is. It all happens at night, really. So it's very neon and yeah. you know just brilliant. And the, and like I said, the lead performance of him and Renny Russo. The things he <clears> he she's like the, the the head of the news uh, at the at the. Channel, whatever it is, Channel Fifty Four, yeah. whatever. Uh, the things he gets her to do because he's he'll sell his stuff yeah. to anyone unless he gets his way. He's yeah. just just evil. He's just evil. <laughs> he really is. But you just kind of you don't root for him. You just see how he gets on. You you yeah. just know he's going to get to the top no matter what. It's just uh, really good, different, really different. That's what I liked about it. it was different. Yeah, brilliant. What would you give it? Uh, a nine out of ten. Excellent. Yeah, I really loved it. Do you think it's worth waiting for a Blu-ray for this? Definitely get the best picture possible for this yeah don't go downloading yeah. some sort of I don't know screener <clears throat> copy yeah or, or indeed buying a DVD copy because let's face it have you, have you watched a DVD recently <laughs> yeah you can't do that anymore can no, you no. No. it's done yeah. it's dead uh, bye, bye, two of you Nasty Bastard hey yeah. kind of rhymes <laughs> it does a little bit yeah it's nice uh, so that's um, Nightcrawler yeah uh, available now at the cinemas or indeed get a Blu-ray get something that looks really nice yeah. uh, watch it with your family take a date <laughs> uh, yeah. maybe a grandmother maybe she's she, maybe yeah. she's lonely yeah. old people will love this film yeah well it's on the poster there <laughs> old oh. people will love this film <laughs> Colin Briscoe scattershot <laughs> 8 out of 10 <laughs> nasty bastard uh, so it's available now please do check it out uh, I'm going to be right there with you and I'll catch you up in some yeah 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 weeks. you'll love it Al wicked that's a uh, Nightcrawler. Right, and as promised, uh, we'll round the show out with some questions uh, from our lovely Scatshot listeners. Uh, let's have a look through the list. Da, 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 da. I'll pick one from... So- <laughs> fr- <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I genuinely forgot how to use my phone. <laughs> from friend of Scatshot, Nigel White, who asks, uh, what do you think about the next Alien film now being confirmed? Uh, well, do you know anything about this, Cole? I know it's been confirmed. Yeah, it's um, it's basically off the back of the uh, sort of almost fan art that Neil Blomkamp. Is that how you pronounce his name? Blomkamp. Is that is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, take your word for it. I you. guess. I guess no, so. I've got no idea. Um, uh, he basically leaked it himself. I think saying like, look at the look at the alien film. Look what I, I could made. do. Yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, oh, it's got it's got Ripley in it. It's got yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone else in it. Um, and it got some heat and he's been confirmed yeah. he, he, by Fox by Fox he can make an alien film and it's essentially Alien 5 but it's going to be set sort of at the same time as Prometheus 2 oh okay so I think they saw this heat that was coming from this thing like everyone's going oh my god and it did look wicked yeah it's, uh, concept art um, I think they've got oh god let's use this heat and ignite a couple of films and if they tie in together like Prometheus I think they're worried that that isn't a strong enough brand do you reckon? Yeah. So they're going to sort of almost band it together, kind of alien film and a Prometheus film. Bosh, yeah. have that. Yeah. And it gets towards the end game quicker for them. Yeah. Because he yeah, can, you he might can be put, right. put in like stuff into both. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, here's the last one. Yeah, because he's producing this Ridley Scott, isn't he? I know yeah. that Neil yeah, Blomkamp yeah. is uh, he's directing it, but yeah, I know Ridley Scott is the producer. And writing it, I think. Is he? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. oh right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to tie in somehow. Yeah, I, I wonder how good it's going to be though. I'm, I'm not sure. I've, I've got reservations. I think I'm done about... with aliens, if you know what I mean. I, I just uh, think they're done. I'm not, they don't scare me anymore. No. I, well, I know that got, the way I see it is that there's these two films and there's one more that that will ever be made in reality, really. Right. Because then that's the alien timeline finished. Yeah. And the Prometheus one tied into it. Right. If you know what I mean. If yeah. You, if yeah. you're looking on like a line graph. Um, and then I think they're done with it. It's too risky a franchise. Yeah. Now, um, but for yeah, but for Prometheus, it just gets it to there. 
Yeah, yeah. Means to me. The reason I'm not 100% sure of it, though, is because of Neil Blomkamp. I can't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> because it, we liked District 13. Yeah, yeah, loved it. Is it District 13, District 9? District, uh, dis- District 9. District no. 9. Yeah, because District 13, 13 is the, the French... Like, uh, yeah, parkour. Parkour film. Parkour, that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's easy for you to say. Parkour. Parkour. But it's in Calais, isn't it? Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu golf film. Uh, he, he hasn't. He's only made that film that's good. Yes, yeah, what was Elysium after that one? It Elysium, dog poo. I haven't watched it. And he's got a new one coming out called Chappie. Oh, which looks dreadful. Which looks dreadful, and it just looks like it's like, oh, what's the only thing I've done that was all right? District Nine. Yeah, 9. it's problem. I mean, he's, he looks like he made a short circuit, remade short circuit. That's from what that I Chappie. got from it. Did you? Yeah. That's, that's what I thought as well. The world don't need a remake of fucking short circuit. It's, it's not the one that the, we were the fans were clamouring. <laughs> not really. No. Yeah, they can't make a fucking dread sequel. I know. But they can make, make, make a, a short circuit. Yeah. Johnny Five is alive. If we do Police Academy next. Oh, God, oh please do Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Police Academy. <laughs> All of them. Number seven, Mission to Moscow. Best one. Was that five? No, that's back in training. Ah, uh, okay. Come on, <laughs> get with the program. Come on, Helen. It's been a very, very long time. Since uh, yeah, I, I'm not convinced by him, mate. Uh, I don't. No. I don't think he he's the right person to do anything. Really, it might. It might be that. Do you no. think it was a one-off at District Nine? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a really accomplished. Uh, what's it? A visual effects artist. Yeah, that's how he sort of got, into, got into the business. Um, and he he was going to do a Halo movie, I right? Think, uh, with Peter Jackson. Okay, but uh, that never that never came through, and I can't remember what happened after that. But it was, um, you know, a lot of this stuff sort of fell through, and it was just like, okay, well, here's some money to make something else a bit low budget and prove yourself. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's how he sort of got in yeah and in District 9 as you say was a fluke um, yeah I'm not sure I, it might be a bit pony yeah to be honest I'm excited it's happening because I'm quite um, I'm sort of into that at a minute playing Alien Isolation oh, on yeah, the PS4 yeah, yeah. it sort of opened me up to the really good things about that series yeah and then I watched Alien Resurrection when I was off over Christmas and it sort of brought me back down to earth a little bit. I do swim underwater though, that seems wicked. Oh, that seems awful, man. Oh, is it, does you, it look like no I watched now? it in HD. Oh, really? It does not do it any favours. I'm not sure there are any practical aliens in it. Like actual... Oh, what, they're all CG? I think like 90% really? of CG, yeah. I mean, there's mm. like that horrible like baby thing. Oh, that's stupid. That like alien it, baby, it? which is yeah. like a million foot tall. Um... That's that's got to be a practical effect because it like she touches it and shit. Yeah. But the rest of them look really fucking sketchy. That underwater scene, mm. it's like it, it looks as though it's like Raiders oh, of the Lost Ark oh, re- sort of oh. era. Black lines around things. And oh dear. The guy from CSI in it. Who? Gary Duran. Oh right. He was the oh the black fella, the big black fella who can yeah, shoot yeah, angles yeah. and stuff. Oh, Admittedly, yeah. those scenes are actually pretty cool. Ron Perlman's all right in it, isn't he? He's all right, but he's just plain Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron, shit film Ron Perlman's only been in two films do you know that he was in Kronos and then every other film he's ever made has been the same film <laughs> he's, just, he's just like rawr, rawr, rawr. but in Kronos he's wicked yeah he's superb isn't it um, so yeah that's that's our answer I hope it's good I, um, but it won't yeah, be yeah I'm not sure looking at the question. what book to film conversion were you most disappointed with was that the rest of Nigel's one this is yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you want yeah, to do that? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, uh, you got any Cole? Uh, sorry, let me. Yeah, uh, what fi- fi- book to film conversion were you most disappointed with, and what one were you most surprised with? Uh, he said his most disappointing one was Van Helsing. Okay. <laughs> um, most surprised was The Mist. Um, well, the only one I can think of that was disappointing to read, and then I was hoping that there would be a good film in it mm. was Lawless. Okay, um, which is about bootleggers. True story yeah. about bootleggers in like nineteen. The 1920s. Uh, I've seen that. Have you, you've seen it? Yeah. So, I didn't think much of it. No, well, this is it. The book was pretty sketchy and a bit shit. Uh, so I was like, oh, well, there might be a good film in Tom Hardy was in it. And no, mm. the, the, the film was shit as well. Sketchy and shitty as well. Yeah. So that that was disappointing on both fronts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the miss that, 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 yeah, that was, well, I knew it was going to be good. It was a great book, great, great film. Yeah. Yeah. You? Uh, most disappointed with, I mean, recently, World War Z. Oh um, god, yeah! Like that, that, oh, massive disappointment. That's a great show. Should have. Should, I mean, oh. the book's just phenomenal. Personally, I think it's unfilmable. Yeah, yeah, you can't uh, film it. I, I don't think it's any way. Any way you could do it. No, no. Incredible uh, book. Yeah, and uh, it, 
I, I dislike that film so much that I'm almost prepared to just ignore the fact that it's called World War Z and just think of it as just a shit zombie film. Yeah, it's film. one of the worst it, it doesn't, A 12A oh, zombie film. It does Because it doesn't actually touch on anything of the book, really. There's a couple of set pieces. There's the Battle of Yonkers, um, yeah. which you kind of see, and then there's some other stuff. But it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it's, it would have been fine. No one, no one would have had a go at them if they'd just like, stolen those things yeah, and not yeah. called it World War Z. Just because now they can't make a World War Z film. Well, I'm pleased because, like you said, I don't think it's filmable, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just set pieces with no sort of narrative to them. No, just exactly. people's views of what, you know, they, how they survived a zombie mm. holocaust. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see see some of those scenes on, on a big screen, but you just never will. It's just, no. There's no, it's no coherence to it. I think there might be a, a decent game in there. Yeah. You could yeah. do like a Telltale. Yeah. A World War Z. Yeah, that'd be good. Because yeah. that's what it'd be called. It wouldn't be called World War Z. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they fucking ruined that. Yeah. What was it? I just thought of another one. Um, Garfield. Yeah. I loved the comics. <laughs> yeah, well, loved, loved the films. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that was it. Uh, the Stand. Ah. Uh, the Stand was one that. Um, oh, yeah. I, I was, you know, I read the book, you know, and we've all read the book, and I was like, fuck me, that's amazing. Yeah. And then I, then I looked and I was like, oh, there's a film of it. And it's got Gary Sinise <laughs> in it. <laughs> and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe playing a mute person. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Turns got, out quite a lot. Who's that? Oh, it's Molly Ringwald. A stamp of quality. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, that was that was. Yeah, a bit that one bit you on the cock. That one didn't it? it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, gave me the Captain Trips. <laughs> it did. Um, but I do know that there is actually a, a film, uh, a, a proper big budget film adaptation of that being made. Yeah, someone famous is doing it as well, isn't it? I can't well, remember who. Who's directing it? No, it's the, it's the guy who did uh, the Fault Among Our Stars. That film about the kid oh, who falls in love with. An alien? No, like a star. A girl dying Fault. of cancer. Well, you ruined that, innit? <laughs> Mate, it's 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 almost as heartlifting as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I mean, it sounds it's, hysterical. Yeah. Oh, eight out of ten. <laughs> funniest movie ever made. No, it, it's it, oh, that's a it's a hard watch. God, have you watched that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jesus, um, you don't review that on here, will you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it's 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 not one to be recommended. God, sounds but, like it should be on the Hallmark Channel. He, uh, yeah, it should. It, it's of that quality as well. <laughs> um, but he, he 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 did very well off of that, and he went to Warner Brothers and pitched his thing for the stand because he yeah. he somehow got to know um, uh, Stephen King. Right, okay. Um, just through like pen palling and stuff like that, I think. Uh, and I'm getting this all from an interview with him that Kevin Smith did. Okay. Because uh, he, he's a big Stand fan. And yeah. And he gets, gets to this point that he went there and like, pitched it as one like two and a half hour movie. Right. And his pitch was so good and he actually had Stephen King's backing that they you know, he went there and they did it and they said yes. And then like a few weeks later, the studio calls him and said, how would you like to turn this into three films or four yeah like that basically gave him free reign yeah, right? so yeah. he liked his pitch so much yeah. it's like, and he was like right now I can do it properly and you, if you hear him talk about The Stand he's like an authority on it right. and he says this is we're doing it properly Sweet. this is the proper story of The Stand as it is written nice like, yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and I got a little goosebumps it's like mate I am fucking there for that yeah yeah he's going to do it properly brilliant oh so wow whilst there is a unbelievably dodgy version of The Stand that exists yeah. uh, which is a true disappointment that is on the it's horizon. on Netflix I, is it? yeah I've got a DVD of it <laughs> have you? yeah because the moment because I didn't know anything about it that's why when I was looking oh looking you up, paid money I, for it and I've read the book and I was like yeah. oh, fuck, I've got to get that and I, just, I, I think I've got a region one copy because you couldn't Jesus. get it over it um, yeah no I, I, I was really excited for it that was yeah that yeah, was a proper yeah. disappointment yeah. I, I'd say it's also the one that I'm looking forward to the most uh, ones that have done well Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the list is pretty endless, really. Um, I mean, Shawshank Redemption was pretty good. I've never read it, you know. Have you not? No. Is it the same book as um, The Mist? Isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is oh, it Bag of Bones. I'm sure. Oh, okay, it is. that's probably why I didn't read it because I've seen the film so many times. No, right, bother okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's quite close to it. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, ugh. I'm trying to think of other ones I've read now. I don't really read. Can, can. can I read? <laughs> Your handwriting would suggest not. Uh, I was Colin. I, I could talk. Mine's in two different colours. I didn't know that happened. Um, the Godfather. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because yeah, Mario P- Puzo. Puzo, yeah. Puzo. Yeah. Uh, he he actually wrote the screenplay yeah, as yeah. well. So it's you know it's it, 
it's basically a film version of the yeah, book. Yeah. Looks very good. Um, I mean, I always find Cormac McCarthy, but I mean, there has been a couple of Cormac McCarthy books that have, have, have not had the money spent on it. Should have been. I think All the Pretty Horses was one of its. Mm-hmm. Was one of the Boulder trilogy uh, books. Um, that was disappointing, massively disappointing. But then you come out. But when when you film, when you can film a a, a book like they did with uh, No Country for Old Men, literally page for page. Yeah. That's when you get a masterpiece because mm-hmm. the book's a masterpiece and the film's a masterpiece. Uh, and uh, the road. I'm not. Sure. Do you like the road? Didn't I haven't you? seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen the road. No, but you've read got, the book, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've read the book. I've be got, interesting to see because I was slightly disappointed with the film. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it on my skybox. Um, I just haven't had time to watch it because Natalie just was just like I'm not watching. That. Not watching. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, but it'd be interesting to see because I I found that slightly disappointing. So not, okay. I'd like to know what you think. We'll follow up on that in a couple yeah, of weeks. I'm, I'll definitely would have watched it. Probably not by next week, but the week after. So I think that'll do us for questions. I think we answer. I hope we answered that. Yeah. Uh, please do send in your um, answers to Nigel's yeah. question. So, what was you? What book to film adaptations are you most disappointed with, or do you think are very successful? Yeah. I'd be interested in seeing your opinions on that. So, uh, Mr. Briscoe. Yep. I think it's time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, join us, won't you, please, faithful listeners, next week uh, for episode sixty-two. Which follows directly after sixty one <laughs> and is before sixty three. Wow. Um, we're not sure what's going to be on there yet. <laughs> we're struggling with content. Um, yeah. Yeah. I should also say, uh, congratulate us on yeah. doing so well on the Oscar nominations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, we've yeah. done quite well. We did do quite well. Yeah. And on that, uh, I wish us uh, farewell. Good night. Uh, my name's Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.